how much are you burning per month right now? Uh, it's going to be about the same. So like we have cash reserves and then 26 keen burn. Got it. So you make 26K, you'll spend 26K each month. You're about break even every month. Yeah. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka. Now, if you're hearing this, it means you're not currently on our subscriber feed. To subscribe, go to getlatka.com. When you subscribe, you won't hear ads like this one. You'll get the full interviews. Right now, you're only hearing partial interviews. And you'll get interviews three weeks earlier from founders, thinkers, and people I find interesting. Like Eric Wan, 18 months before he took Zoom public. We got to grow faster. Minimum is 100% over the past several years. Or bootstrap founders like Vivek of Question Pro. When I started the company, it was not cool to raise. Or Looker CEO Frank Bean before Google acquired his company for $2.6 billion. We want to see a real pervasive data culture, and then the rest flows behind that. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. There, you'll find a private RSS feed that you can add to your favorite podcast listening tool, along with other subscriber-only content. Now look, I never want money to be the reason you can't listen to episodes. On the checkout page, you'll see an option to request free access. I grant 100% of those requests, no questions asked. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Kevin Yoon. He's, a, he's the co-founder of GrowSurf, a referral software for tech startups. He's sharing their journey to a million dollars publicly at growsurf.com forward slash open as they bootstrap growth for their B2B SaaS. Previously, he founded a UX UI design bootcamp that was acquired by WeWork and Flatiron back in 2018. Kevin, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, I am. I, lo- I love that you're building in the open. I love that you're bootstrapped. I love the space you're in. My good friend Jeff had built a tool called Ambassador, which was also sort of in this same sort of referral marketing space. So tell us more. He exited that now, so I'm not as allied with that tool anymore. So tell us more about Grocer. What are you building? Yeah, yeah. First and foremost, Nathan, just want to say I've been a big fan. Uh, listened to your podcast over the years, and uh, it's, it's definitely you know one of those that uh, kept me going through like the hard times of building this fast. So thanks, Kevin. Uh, yeah. I'm hearing that, man. Just like awesome work. Um, but yeah, getting into GrowServe, uh, we really built it back in like, you know, 2017. It, it kind of dates back further. It's just like, there's a lot of email marketing software. There's like other uh, just tools that you expect to, to have just out of the box. So when referral mar- when it came to like uh, having some type of referral marketing software so that you could have your own referral program, we didn't really see like a tool that was like, uh, you know, that was... That was perfect for like tech startups. We saw like enterprise really pricey. I think Ambassador kind of falls into that. Um, and then we have a lot of like viral tools that are, aren't really set up to leave like uh, be built as part of your stack. So GrowServe kind of comes in, becomes the referral software, just kind of plugs and play into your product uh, for tech startups. And you're, 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 you're writing about this. You're sharing with the public. What is MRR today? Yeah, MRR is 26000 And when was the first dollar? Do you remember? Uh, first dollar way back when, um, I want to say like 2018, uh, but that didn't really count. <laughs> well, okay. So why doesn't that count? Did you guys first start writing code back then? Were you full-time yet or no? Yeah. Yeah. It was part-time. Uh, we tried charging. So the way we did it was like, we built the product in a couple months. We wanted to ship something out. Um, we made a lot of compromises. So like, even though we did try charging for that version one, it was like, you know, we didn't make any type of money. Everybody was just going to churn in a few months. It didn't really count. So uh, we really spent like a whole year just rebuilding the product from scratch. And I guess you could say like a little over two years ago, we we kind of made our first real customers with our uh, new product. Now, how many co-founders do you guys have? 
Uh, it's me and Derek as the co-founders. Oh, so there's just two. Okay, got it. Got it. That's always a tough conversation, right? How did you guys decide to come together to just say 50-50 or did you make it more events somehow? Yeah, yeah. So the way that works is basically it's like whoever goes full time, right? So it was 50-50 at the start. Um, you know, we're just trying to make this work. Uh, when we started from the, uh, the ground up for version two, that's when, you know, we had the conversation like, hey, how do we want to do this? Um, you know, Derek is going to continue part time. But if I'm doing this full time, we're just going to, you know, split like 75, 25. But yeah. uh, right now, I think it was like um, 70, 30. That's kind of just how we start. But like now we have other people on, I guess, our cap table and stuff. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So you said, I'm going full time. I'd like 70. And Derek was like, I would have 30 because you're both taking more risk. Yeah, yeah. I think, it, I think it's fair, usually for most technical founders building something really out there. It makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Okay. So uh, how did you get your first customers? Uh, first, first 10, you remember? Yeah, yeah. We toiled so hard. We built such a crappy version and just like we're pulling our hair out. Um, we were just so excited to have this and like really wanted to persist in making something. But um, it really did take a like long time, just like you know, looking into ourselves, understanding like what customers were saying or not customers, I guess, users, what prospective customers were saying, kind of like how our product um, just didn't like, you know, meet like their expectations or like solve their problems. So it was, um, it was a real challenge. So we really, again, just had to rebuild from the ground up, uh, spend a whole year just staying core to like what the principle was, which is, hey, we have a customer uh, profile. We need to help them, you know, make referrals. How do we make that happen? We need to reflect our product mm-hmm. on that. And growth is kicking in. I mean, I think about a year ago, you were at 12,000 bucks a month in revenue. You've more than doubled year over year without raising capital. Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's in, in my opinion, it's very slow. Um, but obviously, you know, it's, it's very incremental and it's, it's very bootstrapped and resourced. So like, it took a lot of effort just to even, you know, get here. Do you think guys will stay bootstrapped or do you think you'll raise? Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely staying bootstrapped. Um, no plans, but you know, I don't want to say like you know we would never raise. But did you raise uh, in your last company that you flipped or sold to, to WeWork and Flatiron? No, no. Other than you know, friends and family, uh, about thirty k. Um, no so enterprise. Bootstrapped. You're bootstrapped through and through. Yeah, yeah, living the tough life here. Um, yeah. Okay, very cool. So understand it was a toil. You had a pivot. You you turned things around. Your first call at ten twenty grand a month in revenue. How are you growing today? Walk us through some of the growth tactics. By the way, you guys do an incredible con. I'm hoping you touch on content because you guys do an incredible job of content. Cool. Yeah. So we start to uh, build in public. That was uh, something we started doing like a couple months ago. Uh, we just brought on a new CMO who's uh, pretty badass and what he does. His name is Chris uh, Tweeton and you can see him on Twitter as well. Um, but we just, you know, picked them up this month. Uh, we're hiring for a CSM. We're tackling a lot of the to-dos on our list that just made sense. Like now that we have some, you know, capital, um, we got a burn rate. We're very intimate with like, you know, the revenue coming in expenses out. And so now we have like a game plan and we're how just, much are you burning per month right now? Uh, it's going to be about the same. So like we have cash reserves and then 26 can burn. Got it. So you make 26 K you'll spend 26 K each month. You're about break even every month. Yeah, yeah. And I think with bootstrapping, it's also kind of balancing out on like forecast too, right? So uh, for a long time, we don't spend money, we don't hire because, hey, we're expecting like a down month. We never had that. We've had like stagnant months, but like, hey, can we hit a down month? Like, uh, like that, that feeling is very scary. So like, we want to make sure we're not doing that or like understanding what growth looks like for us historically. So we've had that time to build up. 
And obviously most of those expenses goes towards headcount. How many folks on the team today? Yeah. Yeah. So we have four. So that's uh, three full-time, one part-time. That's great. Okay. Three full-time, one part-time and the part-time is Dirk. Yeah. 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 That's great. And so, so you, Dirk, the CSL, the, who, who, what are the other two? Uh, we have a technical support specialist who's full-time and uh, we have Chris, our CMO. The new, the new one. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. Okay. Uh, talk to me um, a little bit about uh, customers today. How many folks are you serving? Yeah, we have about 210, 213. 210, 213. And what are they paying on average per month to use the tech? Yeah, ARPU is about 120. 120. Very cool. And um, I can tell you're on your metrics. People always want to know what dashboards people are using. What dashboards do you like to use? Uh, we use ProfitWell. Nice. Very good. L- like Patrick. Love what they've built. Okay. So 213 customers, 210, oh, $120 ARPU. Now, this price point is an interesting one because many people would argue once you get above like 50, 60, 80 bucks a month in terms of the paywall on the website, you have to put touch on the sale because people, it gets, gets big enough where they want to talk to a human. Have you been able to drive no touch sales at 120 bucks a month pretty easily? That is literally like that. That is the struggle. Um, kind of as like a small bootstrap team. Everybody wants to talk to you. Uh, everybody wants to have a phone call. Even at our price point, you know, we have people blast us on Twitter, kind of reach out saying like, hey, yeah, and, and then like at the end of the day, um, so I've spent a lot of time just talking to like different people. Uh, just like what's the minimum number we're having like say like a, like a dedicated CSM or kind of Salesforce makes sense where you're having calls. Um, and that's like 700. And so we're nowhere near that. Um, our LTV is so low, like it doesn't make sense, but that's our unique problem. And that's what we're, you know, constantly working on improving. So will you move hard one way? Will you either go and decrease your price point, open up top of funnel, but say no touch, or will you quadruple your price point and go more enterprise or, or try and just keep going down this middle imbalance? Yeah. Yeah. So because, because now that, you know, we've had so much feedback, we kind of know like what's the natural feel of like, what do customers want? Like they need a person to talk to. So we can't fight that. We do need a higher CSM in the future. Uh, in the future, I do foresee you know a price increase just because you know we're still not at market. Um, in order for us to just be like a sustaining business, um, things have to make sense. So pricing does come into play. Yep. And now, are the once you sign these folks up, are they sticky? What does churn look like today? Yeah, yeah. Churn is definitely something I'm not you know satisfied at all with. So um, it's around eight percent. Eight to eight to nine percent on average per, month, um, per year. Uh, that's just like uh, I think the last six months average. Per, but averaged out like per month or over the last six months, eight percent have churned. Oh right, right. So like every every single month will be like a different number, but averaged out. Got it, got it. So we could take sort of eight percent times twelve to get your annual churn. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. So obviously you know it's high, right? So you, you're doing some interesting things on your pricing page, right? You're pricing right now against number of participants. Is that the right utility value to upsell against? Yeah, yeah. That's very interesting because we have B two B and we have B two C. I would say the B two B customers definitely get like a higher return on their investment just because it's such a low price point. They're not having tens of thousands of users. They have like a couple hundred they need referrals for. So. Uh, definitely something we're still working on, but as far as our model goes, um, it does kind of make the most sense. Um, but we're still, you know, testing things out. Yeah, it's, it's look, it's a mature, in my opinion, for your revenue, it's a super mature pricing page because you've set yourself up to upsell against all three axes: number of team members, right? So team-based, seat-based upselling. You have feature-based upselling, beautifully built in. You have many utility values built in where you're sort of betting that hey, people are willing to pay more for more campaigns. 
or pay more yeah. for more participants and those, and you price against those as well. So do, are you seeing natural expansion happen? Will someone sign up on 90 bucks a month and they'll upgrade themselves to 190 a month? Yeah. Yeah. So we have auto upgrades on, uh, which is the cool part. So that's what a lot of our growth comes from, uh, too, of just customers naturally kind of, you know, growing. Um, that being said, you know, the churn does come from customers who don't get the results that they need. And, you know, obviously all the upgrades don't happen there. They just kind of churn out. So the, the, the better customers that we get are just the ones that do grow. And, um, you know, that's how we reduce churn, get those yeah. better customers. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you can double down on those people, right? And, you know, ignore, you know, okay, you just say the ones that leave, fine, you know, they weren't good fits. But if we can quadruple, right, the value that we're giving to these folks where it is a good fit, your, your net dollar retention is still way above 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's the goal net retention. Just like how do we get from what we have right now to like above a hundred percent. What is it right now net? I think it's about 90%. And that's actually not like horrible, right? Uh, so you're 10 points away from your expansion revenue, making up for all your lost revenue in any given period. Yeah. 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 Not bad at all. Great. Very cool. Um, Talk to me a little bit about um, the space in general, right? So it's a super fragmented space, in my opinion. Why are people choosing growth service over some competitors? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. So uh, we really did build out. Uh, we really did set out to kind of build something that kind of scratch their own itch. Uh, build referral software that plugs and plays uh, seamlessly into your product. If you're going to build something today, you shouldn't build it yourself. Just use a service. So. Uh, when we kind of went back to that in, in like the realignment with version two, um, that's just something that like really helped. So as far as customers goes, you know, having that product that, that is just like, it, it checks all their boxes. And so that, that's essentially what we ended up building. I think a lot of the other referral software out there had kind of different design flows, weren't really set up for like tech startups. And, and so that's where our product really shined. Yeah, very cool. Kevin, on that note, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, favorite book? Uh, the Halo Effect by uh, Paul, Paul uh, Rosenzweig. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Uh, yeah, Paul from copy.ai. He's, uh, he's uh, big on Twitter, Paul Yakubin. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building grow? For building grow? Grow, grow search, yeah. It's uh, probably, I had the couple of days ago i'll uh, say email right now just because you know we try to keep things async number four how many hours of sleep do you get every night about six to seven okay and what's your situation kevin married single kids single okay um and uh, how old are you how how am i how old are you oh 20 29 29 last question what's something you wish you knew when you were 20 uh just um things take time nothing is easy Guys, there you have it, growsurf.com, playing in the referral marketing space. They've got over 213 customers, paying on average 120 bucks a month, broke 26,000 bucks in MRR, up over 100% year over year from 12 grand a month just a year ago. Uh, they have natural upgrades happening, even at this early stage, great expansion revenue, but they are trying to figure out ways to control churn. Nice thing is they're SWAT team, team of four, small, nimble, and quick, growing nicely. Kevin, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.